Welcome to Rhema for Today. Some of your modern translations reads, I'll send you another helper. See, while Jesus was here, he was their helper. They could talk to him, but I'll send you another helper. I'll send you many translations read that way, another helper. The helper on any job is not the one responsible for the job. The helper isn't there to do the job. He's there to help the one who's supposed to do the job. The Holy Spirit is not going to do your praying for you. He's not going to do your preaching for you. He's not going to do your teaching for you. He's not going to do your reading of the Bible for you. He's not going to do your fasting for you. He's not going to do your witnessing for you. He's going to help you do it. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. We're not left helpless. Aren't you glad? I said, aren't you glad? So he's not going to do your praying for you. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan wraps up his teaching on praying with the help of the Holy Spirit. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Today's the last day for this special offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Amen. I preached the sermons under the anointing of the Holy Ghost, and they were transcribed. Somebody then edited them and put them in a book form, and then another man, praise God, took the book to him and read it to him in his language, in his dialect, you see. So the Holy Ghost was involved, but the Holy Ghost didn't do it on his own. That's the point I want to make. The Holy Ghost wasn't sent to the earth to do anything apart from the church. He's sent to help us get to do the job. He's a helper. He was sent to empower us to do it. Don't you remember what Jesus said in Acts 1.8? After the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall receive power to be witnesses unto me. Both in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. Now go back to John's Gospel, the 14th chapter and the 16th verse. I will pray the Father, Jesus said, and he'll send you, King James translation said, another comforter. Now the Greek word here is paraclete. Some of your modern translations reads, I'll send you another helper. See, while Jesus was here, he was their helper. They could talk to him. But I'll send you another helper. I'll send you many translations read that way. Another helper. The helper on any job is not the one responsible for the job. The helper isn't there to do the job. He's there to help the one who's supposed to do the job. The Holy Spirit is not going to do your praying for you. He's not going to do your preaching for you. He's not going to do your teaching for you. He's not going to do your reading of the Bible for you. He's not going to do your fasting for you. He's not going to do your witnessing for you. He's going to help you do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're not left helpless. Aren't you glad? I said, aren't you glad? So he's not going to do your praying for you. See, these groanings 
are not the Holy Spirit doing something apart from you, but groanings which cannot be uttered in articulate speech, groanings that come from within your innermost being, that escape your lips in prayer as well as speaking with other tongues, and that's the Spirit helping you make intercession. Now, right on the other hand, you see, there are those, again, we get in the ditch on one side or the other, that don't know a thing in the world about this kind of praying, and said, well, that's all wrong. And there are those that are getting in the ditch on the other side of the road and go too far. See, if the devil can't keep you out of something and hold you back, then he'll push you to the extreme and make you a fanatic and you lose all credibility. Amen. 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 I made mention of the fact several years ago right here at school. If it had just been one person, you might have thought this mistaken. But there's four or five different people said to me, Brother Hagin, what do you think about this? I said, think about what? Well, uh, so-and-so invited me to a, a, a supposed to be a prayer meeting that's going on here in town or city. Said, uh, here's the way it said, are you going to the groaning meeting tonight? Now, like I said, if it had just been one person, I'd have thought, but, but there's four or five said the same thing, that they were asked the question, are you going to the groaning meeting? Well, see, you can't just set this up and say, well, we're going to have everybody come to church tonight because the gifts of healings are going to be in operation. They may or they may not. It's according to spirit wills. Amen. Everybody come to church tonight because the gift of working and miracles is going to be in operation. No, you can't do that because they may or they may not be in operation. They're manifest according to the will of the spirit. Are you following me? And you can groan all you want to in the flesh and make all the noise you want to and wear yourself out and the Holy Ghost hasn't got a thing in the world to do with it. That's right. And you really grieve the Spirit. Amen. Now, like I said before, you don't put a tag on these meetings. You can't just say, well, everybody come now. We're going to have an intercessory meeting. We've got an intercessory prayer group. You ought to have a prayer group. Did you ever hear tell about we got a supplication prayer group? Y'all all come tonight because we're going to supplicate. Well, that's one kind of praying, isn't it? Can you differentiate which kind of praying you're going to do? No, you can pray always with your understanding. And these other kinds is as the Spirit wills, not as you will. So these folks went on to tell me, I, I don't mean just one of them, four or five of them said they told her, I said, what's a groaning meeting? Oh, said you go, they're going to teach you to groan. You can't teach people to groan. I mean, they could groan ahead of time. Oh. <laughs> Amen. You can't teach people to groan in the spirit. Any more than you can teach people how to speak with tongues. You can teach them to yield to the Spirit. How to yield to the Spirit. Give them some pointers. Amen. And so you see, folks have gotten into the flesh with these things and have done great harm to the body of Christ. And then while we're on it, I had a person to tell me right here on these... Uh, They've more or less taken issue with me about something right here in one of our prayer seminars several years ago, right here on these grounds, you know. 
Well, now that's my ministry. I have the ministry of intercession. I'm just as much a minister as you are. Well, you don't say everything you think. You say everything you think. Dear Lord, you're in trouble if you do. But I thought, I'll tell, I'll tell you what I thought. You're no more a minister than I'm an astronaut. Now, in the first place, you see, we need to define our terms. When we talk about ministry gifts, there are apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, that people are called to that office. They are, those are offices. There's no such thing as the office of intercessor. There's really no such thing. In one sense of the word, some words, you see, our words in our English, our trouble is, if you speak generally, they mean one thing. If you speak specifically, they mean something else. And generally speaking, anything you do for God's a ministry. If you gave me a nickel, that's a ministry. If you prayed for the brother sitting right beside of you, that's a ministry. See what I mean? And so in a general sense, of course, any kind of praying is a ministry. But what they're trying to say is that they're trying to make an office out of it. I'm just as much in the ministry as you are. You see, and you can't tell me anything because I'm on the same level as you. I'm on, I'm, I'm, and there is no such thing, specifically speaking, as the ministry of intercession. I said specifically speaking. Are you following me now? Amen. But you see, by not defining our terms, we get into trouble along this line. And then people get lifted up in pride. You can't tell them one thing. I know, I've talked to some of them personally. I don't mean just something happened recently. We have the same problem. I, I, 50 years ago, I had the same problem, have today. 50 years ago. These things run in cycles. People think, oh, I got a new revolution. Anything they want to come up with, I've seen it. I've been around for... I can go back and show you 25 years ago the same thing cropped up. Fail. Why? Because there's no scriptural basis for it. But it, mis it hurts babies, misleads people, tears up churches sometimes. This stay in the middle of the road. Is that all right with you? Well, if you don't, you're going to get in trouble. Whether you get in the ditch on one side or whether you get in the ditch on the other side. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, again, you need to realize this, that there may be some ways even in groanings that you might pray in private or with a small group that you certainly wouldn't do in public. You getting anything at all out of it? I'm just endeavoring to take my time to sweep the floor clean. Amen. Sweep out every corner. Amen. Pick up the rug where you put a bunch of junk on it and sweep, sweep, sweep that out. You know what I mean? That's plain enough, isn't it? You understand that? You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources, including messages that expounds this month's subject. Our offer for this month is a four-volume series on the subject of prayer by Kenneth E. Hagan. Each one of the volumes includes four CD teachings on prayer. That's 16 CDs in all. Some of the CD titles are Praying for Your Nation, Praying with the Help of the Holy Spirit, 
United Prayer and the Prayer of Faith, and so many more. These four sets are normally priced for $112, but for this special offer, they're now only $56. That's a 50% savings off the retail price. Don't delay. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rama.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. I, I want to take just a moment and say thank you for helping us. As, as a word partner, we could not do what, what we do without your faithful support. And somebody said, well, what's a word partner? Well, it's just somebody that once a month, they send an offer, whatever they can. That's right. Some are large, some are small, some are in between, but when they all come together, we're able to put, the, this, is, this, this program goes all over the world, and we get all kinds of Testimony. testimonies and, and from this. And so if you would like to, to become a word partner with us, we just go there to your to your computer and go to rhema.org and slash WPC, where WPC stands for Word Partner Club. And you can sign up and you can become a partner with us. Now, if you would like to get our Word of Faith magazine, you can go there at rhema.org yes. and you can read it online, okay? Or you actually can download it if you want right there. Or if you would like a hard copy mailed to your address, you can request... I like hard copies. Yeah, you can request <laughs> that also. Yes. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will start a new teaching from the Rama Archives. That's Monday on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.